Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more Isolation hole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe button, maybe that notification bell as well. Let's just crack straight on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, our first story will follow with an update, and it's from I Love Pizza Too Much 36, and I can only get behind that username. And it's titled, Am I the Asshole for Refusing to Accept the Present My Fiance's Mother Wanted to Give Me? My 36 female fiance, David, 34 male, name changed, and I've been together for about six years now. His family is very wealthy. Although I'm very successful and a high earner, my fiance works for his family's business and makes more than I do. I never wanted to be perceived to a gold digger, which is why I try to keep my expenses strictly separate from his. I pay for my half of everything. If he ever gives me a gift, I make sure I get him something of equal value. David has often insisted on treating me, but I always refuse. I really don't feel comfortable letting other people pay for me. My fiance has learned to respect this. After we get married, we will split all household expenses on a 50-50 basis. Our wedding is in October. His parents insisted on paying for a grand wedding for us. But David and I convinced them that we'd rather pay for it ourselves. The other day, David's mum showed me a diamond and sapphire necklace and earring set that she had kept for David's future wife. She said she wanted me to have it and preferably wear it on our wedding day. I felt very uncomfortable with this. I never accept any presents that I can't afford on my own. I told her I was flattered, but that I can't accept something so expensive. I told her I won't be able to give her something equally expensive in return and I'm not okay with that. She said she didn't want anything from me and that David's sister-in-law had been also given similar jewelry when she married his brother. I told her I understand it's their tradition but I can't compromise on my principles. She said okay, fine, but I could tell she was unhappy. Later, David told me that I should have just accepted the jewelry because it would make his mum happy and because I'm part of the family now. I explained to him that one, no, I'm not really part of his family, not the way he is, and two, being part of the family doesn't mean that I'm going to mooch off them. He told me that I should compromise and at least wear the set on the wedding day. I refused again as, for my wedding, I would rather wear jewelry that I have bought with my own money. David said he understood and will speak to his mother. However, David's sister-in-law called me this morning and told me that his mum is still upset and that I should just accept the gift and I'm going too far with the independence thing. I have a feeling that David's mum is the one who put her up to this. I do want to know what Reddit thinks. Are they right? Am I going too far with this? Or are they crossing the line? Am I the asshole? Now, we cover boundaries a lot on this channel and I think, you know, and we always say that, you know, people should respect people's boundaries. But in this one, I, it just uh, it does feel too much to me. 
And I am gonna, I am looking forward to the comments and your comments on this one as well, because I think there could be some pretty interesting takes on this one. But to me in this one, and I'm putting myself in OP's shoes in that someone was to offer me, you know, a gift of some sort to say, sort of almost like welcome to the family kind of thing. I'd be honored to receive something like that. And, and I think it's absolutely amazing. You yourself, you always seem to be thinking of there's something attached to it or you have to repay with equal monetary value, which doesn't sound like a very fair way to live for yourself, you know, to always be worried that you have to pay someone back if they give you something. And I know this is a boundary for yourself that, you know, this is something that you that you need to do if someone gives you a gift. But I just I feel kind of sad for you in some ways that you that that's the way you feel when someone gifts you automatically. You're thinking, oh, I need to get them something equal monetary value rather than just graciously accept the gift and the whole part of the family now. And then you turned around to him and said, no, I'm not really part of his family, not the way he is. That would hurt me if someone's if I had a partner and, you know, was getting married or whatever. And they turned around and said that I think that would hurt me a bit. So dare I say it, <laughs> you're the asshole on this one. But Consistent Leopard 71 says you're the asshole for your scorekeeping and rigidly transactional relationship with money. It's understandable not to want to appear to be a gold digger, but marriage is a partnership and sometimes you have to pick up the slack for your partner. What would happen if, if you or your husband were unable to pay exactly 50% of the bills? Would you divorce? Why would you assume that you would owe your, your future mother-in-law for a wedding gift? is to welcome you to their family and give you something that could be passed down to your kids. It was very hurtful to refuse a gift from your future mother-in-law. You could have worn it once and then put it in a safe deposit box. Kayak replies to that one saying, I'm so torn, sorta on this. I absolutely get OP. She is proud of herself, her earrings, making her way in life, not depending on anyone but herself, monetarily. At the same time, her future mother-in-law thought this would be a welcome to the family type gesture. It was her way of saying you're one of us and OP told her no. I can see how that would be devastating. I think the major difference is that OP viewed this jewelry in its monetary value, while future mother-in-law viewed it in its sentimental value. I personally lean towards mother-in-law. It may be expensive jewelry. The meaning behind it though is, this is part of our family. Now that you are part of the family, it is yours too. I'm not sure how to judge this. And in says you're the asshole, and this is a very unhealthy way to live life where you're constantly going is everything 50-50. You have hurt your future mother-in-law that wanted to show you love and acceptance. Forbidden Fruit says you're the asshole. Receiving is an art. Do it graciously. Zach Sherlock says, I feel like you're the asshole. You don't have to accept charity or anything like that. I completely understand your mindset. Question, did the future in-laws buy this jewelry just for you or is it a keepsake in some way? Worst case, they bought it specifically for you. And as long as there's no strings attached, they wanted to give you an official acceptance of the family that you could also pass down on generations as an heirloom to your daughters or daughter-in-law. Edit, also what if they were artistically inclined and hand-painted a mural for you? Would you refuse it because you can't paint an equally beautiful mural? They are giving you love and acceptance, not something they think you could sell off for a lot of money. And Conmal says that you're the asshole. This isn't principle. It's an issue you should be discussing with a therapist. And one more from the Raven Girl who says, Gentle, you're the arsehole. You have a chip on your shoulder about this money stuff. First, you're about to get married, so you will be family. Second, they kind of get to decide if you're part of the family, which they apparently decided, not you. There's nothing wrong with wanting to pay your own way. 
but there's a lot of gray area between the gold digging, mooching, lazy wife and where you are now. How far are you going to take this? What happens when you have the wedding registry and his family buys you guys expensive stuff? What happens now during holidays? I think for whatever reason, this is more than money and even pride. I think it's about self-worth. I'd put cash money on you having deep down insecurities about not being good enough for them or your husband. Not because of money alone though. Now, let's move on to the update to see what that says. So updates. I posted this weeks earlier and I'm now back with an update. I read all of your comments and advice and not thinking of gift giving as strictly transactional and would like to thank you for your help and your honesty. Anyway, my partner David and I got married just three days ago. After posting about the necklace incident and after seriously considering all of your comments, I decided to speak to his mum. The next time we met in person, I sat down with her and told her I was sorry if I had hurt her feelings. I told her I was honoured to know that she considers me part of her family. My mother-in-law took my hands in hers and told me that she respects me a lot for being so independent. She said one of the reasons she's so sure that her son made the right choice is because it's clear that I'm not with him for his money. She said she was proud of me for all that I've accomplished and the hardships I've had to overcome. She also said that it's okay to accept gifts from those who love you. I nodded. I'd never really had a heart-to-heart with her before. Up until this point, our interactions had always been very formal. I never really knew she felt any affection for me. I didn't know how to react. She then gently asked me why I was always so distant. Why I still felt like I needed to prove that I'm not after anyone's money. She told me I didn't have to, that everyone already knew that I'm more than capable of pulling my own weight, paying my own bills, etc. And that it was time for me to relax and let my guard down a little. I was tongue-tied, as I usually get with emotional conversations. I thought about telling her all about my childhood, my traumas, etc, etc, etc. But I didn't, as I did not want to burden her. I haven't even told David. As it was time for me to leave, we hugged awkwardly. For the first time, I just nodded. If I had spoken, I might have cried. A few days after that, my mother-in-law came over again. She brought with her the necklace and earrings that I had refused to accept. She offered it to me again. I still didn't want to accept it, but I also didn't want to reject it again. I was just trying to figure out what to do. I must have looked stressed because my mother-in-law told me I didn't have to give myself a headache over it. She said it good-naturedly with a laugh. She then asked if I would like to just wear the earrings to the wedding along with my own necklace that I had brought for the occasion. I was so relieved. I excitedly said, yes, I love that idea. I thanked her. She had taken a huge weight off my shoulders. Later that day, David told me his mum was very happy that we could work things out. The wedding was beautiful. A quiet, intimate affair with lots of fun and laughter. I still haven't worked out all my issues, but I'll continue to try. Once again, thanks so much for your help. Oh my word, that one set me off proper. (laughs) Oh God. And I'll just give you a general overview of the comments so I don't have to go into that as well. But most people are saying like, congratulations, it's all very beautiful and stuff like that. And, but they are saying, you know, OP should look into therapy of some sort. I love an update like this where two people come together, you know, and they're open and honest within, with one another as they can be and things get resolved in a positive manner. Mother-in-law in this one sounds like an absolutely amazing person, an understanding and compassionate person who just wants you to be a part of that family and wants you to feel love and respected. And I think that's absolutely amazing. And I, I wish you the very best for your future. But what do you guys make of that update? 
Did it set you off as well? <laughs> Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next one. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from Storm Lady. Am I the arsehole for letting a teenage boy spend the night in jail before dropping the charges? Hello Reddit. So I feel like I am always posting here and here's my latest ask. When I moved cities a few months ago, I rented an apartment on a monthly contract while looking for another one to buy. A couple of months in, the owner told me that she would be putting it on the market so she'll be needing my schedule to arrange showings. I offered to buy it and not even two weeks later, I was the owner of my own apartment. I live in the second floor. The first floor is owned by a family, father, mother, and two teen boys. The ground floor is two garages for cars, one for each owner, and finally the roof is split into two roofs, with an eight-foot wall and separate doors off of the landing. When I bought my house, I wanted to redo the kitchen and bathroom, so I took some cookies and knocked on my neighbor's house to ask their schedule. I didn't want to work while they were at home to avoid bothering them. That day, I was in my balcony and heard the husband complaining about me buying the apartment. Apparently, they were planning to do so, but I beat them to it. Now fast forward a couple of months and I have turned my roof into a garden with raised beds for my veggies, pots for flowers, some garden furniture and an area with some wooden outside tiles. While coming out one day I met my neighbour and she asked to see the garden with her sons. I showed it off and thought that was the end of it. That is until I started noticing how some of my flowers were cut, the furniture was moved etc. So I installed a camera and saw that her sons jumping over the dividing wall along with some friends and spending their time there. I told the parents and asked them to tell their kids to stop, that most of the time I'm not at home and if something happened there is no way to open the door to help them, metal door with a huge padlock. They said okay but the kids continued to do so. They even started destroying my plants for telling on them. So I gave their mother an ultimatum, they either stop or I will be calling the police. She scoffed and called me an entitled bitch. The next time I got an alert on my phone, I called the cops and said someone broke into my rooftop garden. They came pretty fast and only one kid managed to escape. The other was caught red-handed and taken to the precinct. Their father almost broke my door and started screaming at me to come and drop the charges. I just threatened to call the police on him as well and went to bed. This morning, I went to the precinct and dropped the charges, so he spent the night in their jail with, according to his mum, drug dealers and thugs. I was so sure of my decision that I was teaching him consequences of his actions, but my mum said I was too harsh. She said I punished the parents, not that I taught the kid a lesson. So Reddit, am I the asshole? No, your mum is absolutely wrong in this situation. And I'm 
I'm kind of disappointed that you did drop the charges. I'm not sure what I would do in that situation, but I don't think I would have in that situation. The fact that they, you know, they was on your property, damaging your property and using your stuff and retaliated against you because you told on them. Absolutely not the asshole in the situation, but I do worry for like your future. You live right next to these people. What's the future entail? What are they going to be doing in the future? Now you've dropped the charges, you know, they've gotten away with it once. What could they do in the future? They'd just be more sneaky about it. But you're not the asshole in this situation at all. And I'd maybe have cameras covering you at all bases. But Zankara says, not the asshole, not even remotely the asshole. You talk to them. You talk to them again. They, instead of disciplining their kids, basically left you with no other choice. Hell with that kind of attitude, frankly. You would still never be the asshole even if you didn't drop the charges. Probably shouldn't have. Probably should have just called the police on the father too. I know you need peace where you live, but they jumped so far over the reasonable behavior line that an Olympic vaulter would be jealous. Disney Addict says not the asshole. Your neighbors are entitled assholes and one day their son will get in more serious trouble and it'll be all their fault. I wouldn't have dropped the charges. Spirited Swordfish replies that saying, I would have dropped the charges. OP was trying to teach a lesson, not ruin the kid's life. Even though he was a minor, actually pressing charges seems harsh. The kid's parents may think OP took it too far, but they didn't. Nobody should have to put up with destruction of property. Once the parents knew there were cameras, they should have laid down the law. Edits, I definitely didn't intend to imply that it was only after cameras were installed that the parents should have taken care of the issue. The parents should have corrected their kids' actions as soon as they knew a problem was happening. After OP put the cameras in, the expense, and showed them exactly what was going on is 100% the fault of the parents, that their son had to spend the night in jail. It's the consequence of their poor parenting that this happened. Robot141 says not the asshole. That is your space and your property. Your mum is wrong. By punishing the kids, you hit two birds with one stone. You punish both the parents and the kids, even the one who didn't get caught. They knew they were in the wrong. Why else would they run? And you stood your ground by following through with your word. The kids should not have invaded your space before and should not invade your space again. Things may be awkward between you and your neighbor, but keep in mind that you are not in the wrong and they know it. Bloodfire says, not the asshole. He probably wasn't in a cell with any adult prisoners anyway and honestly deserves the charges. So you were super nice to drop them all. Sweet Meaning says not the asshole, but I would have made them pay for anything destroyed or damaged a condition of dropping the charges. That kind of parenting is so gross. Maybe you'll get lucky and they'll decide to move soon. Now, what do you guys make of this one? What would you do if you found yourself in a similar situation? Would you have pressed those charges or not? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from houseguest35 titled, Am I the asshole for uninviting my brother from my wedding because of what he did? I, 34 female, have been with my fiance, Jack, male 36, for over seven years. We had infertility issues for years and the topic of children has always been dire for us after trying for years without succeeding. Jack has always wanted kids and we decided to adopt as our last option, but after we get married. Everything was going smoothly and invitations have been sent out. My brother Sam, 22, likes to joke a lot. They call him Sammy the Jokester, and everyone thinks he's funny. I don't find him funny because his jokes tend to be cruel, and him and I don't have the best relationship due to that. He already joked about my infertility issues in the past, but my family would excuse his behavior, saying he's just a kid with no experience. Days ago, I was visiting my parents' house while Jack was out working. 
I left my purse on the coffee table and went inside to the kitchen to help my mum. Sam was in the living room watching TV. We had dinner and then talked a bit, then I opened my purse to check my phone. I found it was turned off, so I started it and then found about 15 missed calls from Jack. I freaked out thinking he got into an accident or something. I called his number immediately and put him on speaker. He asked me about the text I sent him an hour earlier. I asked what text and he said a text telling him that I was pregnant. Sam suddenly started laughing. He asked if it was true and why I didn't tell him in the morning. I was shocked. I said I didn't send anything. He told me to check my messages and I did. I saw that at 7.30pm someone sent Jack a message saying I was pregnant. I was confused as heck. Sam kept laughing and admitted sending it right away. I lost it on him and he said it was just a joke to mess with Jack, that's all. I asked how he could think this was a joke knowing how hard it was for Jack, even if he believed it for one second. He argued that he didn't think Jack would take it seriously, but it was sent from my phone, so it was supposedly sent by me. I said his behavior has got out of control and after this stunt, I no longer want him at the wedding and he was uninvited because I only want supportive people at the wedding and that he was being far from that. My parents said I should calm down before reacting like this over a joke and that Sam was just telling a nasty little joke, no big deal. But I refused to keep arguing and grabbed my stuff to go deal with the trauma Sam caused Jack with this joke. Jack was so upset but unusually quiet. He cried in the middle of the night after I apologized to him for what happened. My parents kept calling asking me to calm down and re-invite Sam but I refused. They offered that they apologized to Jack but Sam refused to apologize insisting it was a teething joke and nothing more. Now at the very end of this one I had to immediately go back and see Sam's age because the way everyone seems to be talking about him in this story like he's a little kid like he's like 10 or 12 or something like that but guy is 22 this is an adult and that was never going to be a joke knowing you're having issues with infertility there's no way any other human with any shred of decency would would even think of doing that that's a horrible person and why would you want a horrible person at your wedding absolutely not the arsehole doesn't deserve to be there refuse to apologize at the end fuck that guy but dizzy up the girl says it's a joke i don't get it explain it to me I saw this on Twitter ages ago and it works wonders when someone either tries to excuse themselves or someone else's poor behavior as a joke. Not the arsehole, Sam needs to learn actions have consequences and your parents need to stop coddling him like he's a baby. I'm sorry you have such an arsehole like this in your life. Pikachu princess says not the arsehole. One, I'm surprised you think you'd be the arsehole in this situation. Two, your brother is an arsehole and I'll cut ties with him completely. His type of joking is bullying behavior. He's 22. He is old enough to know by now that this type of jokes are cruel. Three, if I were you, I didn't invite your parents to for the simple fact that they're defending your jerk what of a brother. Four, I'm so sorry that you're having infertility issues. It's never easy. It will always be hard, but you and Jack seem to be making the best of the situation by moving forward. Icy Cold says not the asshole. If the only person laughing is the prankster, it is not a joke. It's cruel. He is way past old enough to know the difference and your parents suck for babying him and allowing such horrible things to happen. You don't need that at your wedding and definitely don't need him in your life. If your parents are supporting his behavior, I'd cut them off too. But obviously that's up to you. People that enable are just as bad as the culprits. Aris Saint says not the asshole. Your brother is an asshole, and your parents just enable a shitty attitude. It's your wedding, so you decide who can go. And I don't think you want a jokester like your brother trying to ruin the best day of your life. I'm sorry to hear your husband was devastated by that insensible joke. 
The mighty Mo says not the asshole. Sam is a nasty piece of work. Funny how those people who regularly dish out cruelty under the guise of humor are awfully thin-skinned when it comes to the consequences of their own actions. Sam is the one who in the wrong, and as the injured party, it's not up to you to make this right. It's up to him. I'll take a break from your parents too if they insist on badgering you to fix this. I'm sure this is a pattern you've seen from them before. Now, what would you do in that situation? Would you let Sam come, even though he's not apologizing? Or would you just cut him from the wedding? What about the parents? What would you do with those? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Am I the Arsehole Away Flaky Friend titled Am I the Arsehole for Calling Out a Flaky Friend in a Mega Elaborate Fashion? My wife and I have a friend group that consists of one of a few couples. We're all pretty good friends and hang out pretty regularly. Recently, one of the couples, the wife mainly, has turned notoriously flaky. They will almost never commit until the last minute to higher stakes invites, like trips or big events like birthdays and baby showers, etc. It's not great, but some people just don't like committing. A majority of the time they commit but flake out last minute. Most of the times when we're hanging out without them, they have some fear of missing out and try to join us. The wife in the couple constantly complains about being sick and having chronic pain. For context, we're all under 33. We used to think it was real, but then her husband told me her fevers were 98.7 degrees and they end up showing up to events later because she feels better. Her brother-in-law, who is a doctor, doubts her diagnosis. Edit, let me clarify that she doesn't have an actual diagnosis. She refused to go to a doctor ever. Our take is that the wife is depressed and gets anxious about going out or committing to things. So we didn't fault her. Some of us reached out to her one-on-one -on -one to talk about getting help. Staggered, so as to not corner her. She claimed her pain was real and her mood's not a problem. She has become a shell of herself. She has stick to the basic superficial talk without elaborating. This flaking is not COVID related. Why we started losing sympathy for her. She always makes her husband do the dirty work of telling us they are flaking, even for bigger events like birthdays or friends' professional milestones. Not a single word from her. I once called her out, she apologized and then went, and then went back to the same patterns. If she's not available, they both aren't. E.g. if she has to work on the weekend, she will ask him to stay home. This is her own admission. The husband's personality is a little pushovery. His wife and his elder brother take advantage of him. So I did a thing. I made a scrapbook of screenshots, all of the flaking group texts and DMs. I included texts where they were hanging out with us and eventually due to the fear of missing out. Also, the screenshots show clear contradictions between their excuses and later, etc. I also included screenshots of him saying, I can't go, I'm going to give wife's name some company when she was working or had a body ache. We were hanging out at someone's place without them. They didn't respond and I had the scrapbook hoping that they would come later. They did. The men wanted me to give them the scrapbook. The women didn't, so I gave it to them. The guy was amused. The wife flipped through it, tried to play it like it was just a joke. We said, nah, it's true. She burst into tears and they left shortly after. She's mad, but her husband privately texted us that he was kind of happy we did that. Hopefully this forces her to get help as private talks didn't work. In our group, the you're the arsehole slash not the arsehole is split along gender lines except for the one girl. So Reddit, what do you say? So this is meant to be 
one of your friends i'd hate to be one of your enemies honestly you know your friend your supposed friend is going through some stuff i'm not going to try and diagnose what they're going through but they're clearly going through some stuff you know that your friends know that you've tried to approach it and you failed what the bloody hell makes you think it's a great idea to make a scrapbook that shames your friend when they come round and then give it to it in front of all your friends and embarrass that person how's that going to make the situation any better to shame someone this is meant to be a friend someone that you care for someone that you love as a friend and whatever they're going through they need your support not you to be bullying them in front of everyone of course you're going to be the asshole in the situation i can't believe you need to ask yes you are going to be the asshole to me in this situation but solid upstairs says you're the asshole what you're an enormous asshole why would you do this why does it matter to you that she's flaky clearly she has some anxiety going on clearly she doesn't want to get help now she knows you and the rest of the dudes in your friend group are assholes why did you think this would work opie replies to that saying the reasoning was that privately reaching out didn't work there are friends going through something Calling her out in public was the last resort. Sometimes a public intervention is necessary. My thought, if it is okay for drugs, alcohol, any addiction issue where they need help, why not for fake pain and manipulating her husband? I can understand you saying it's mean, but I don't get, why does it matter to you that she's flaky? Um, cause they're good friends of ours and it's almost pathological. Um, I think an intervention is meant to come from a loving and caring place, not a humiliation tactic. Rowan ever says you're the asshole. You're exactly the sort of person that I had to cut out my life after my health started to deteriorate. And I've got to admit, I'm staring at my screen with some minor hate for you right now. I dealt with a lot of people in friend groups that who thought it was okay to yell at me for being flaky when I'd say, look, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it because I have other stuff on that I need to do that week. Or they'd explain to me that the chronic illness diagnosed by a specialist and being treated by a GP was just my imagination. This sort of shit is never ending and exhausting. It makes friendships hard to hang on to when people are constantly certain that they know better than me what I'm dealing with. And so many people that I know with chronic illnesses have just given up. They don't bother trying to socialize anymore because they know someone's going to be an asshole and ruin it for them. You did something cruel and mean. After enlisting multiple people to harass her to get help for something you decided was the actual problem. She claimed her pain was real. Oh my god, how arrogant and dickish do you have to be before you realize you might be the problem? I'm disgusted with you. Hesbe says, her husband thanked me, so that's okay. You sound as insufferable as you are cruel. You're the asshole and so is her husband if he's so pleased about his wife being humiliated for something she's struggling with. Michelle says, yikes, seriously, yikes, you're the arsehole. There's not even a question. She's obviously dealing with something and people are allowed to do what they need to take care of themselves. Not showing up to a friendly gathering is not a crime worth public shaming. Seriously, you guys need to seek help for your compulsion to punish and shame those you perceive as rejecting you. And one more from Kitty Snowpants who says, It sounds like you don't have a disability or a chronic illness that causes pain flares. But a lot of folks with chronic pain and conditions don't commit to events far ahead of time, specifically because they don't want to have to cancel if their illness and pain flares up. Unless her brother-in-law is her doctor, then it is unethical and against professional standards to make armchair diagnoses about her to people she knows. And he should be reported to the state medical board for doing so, if he lives in the United States. So you think she's faking. So you think it's hilarious humiliator for her flaking. 
As a disabled person with chronic pain condition, all I see is someone who thought it was funny to degrade another disabled person who clearly has been struggling with their illness. This whole thing is cruel and ableist, and even though you call her a friend, it sounds like you don't like her or respect her even the tiniest bit. You're the arsehole. Now, what do you guys make of this situation? What do you guys make of all of today's stories? I would love to know your comments, your verdicts down in the comments below if you choose to share them. A huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel and liking and subscribing, all that good stuff. If you would like to support the channel further, but never any pressure to do so, you can click that join button down below for YouTube, or you can click the link tree down in the description and join up there through Patreon. Really helps out, but never any pressure to do so. Thank you for your love, support and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.